0: This is KCLR's Bottom Line
1: with John Purcell.
0: Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the city's largest independent accountancy practice, www.onf.ie.
1: A sector of the economy at the heart of life across kilkenny and carlow is tourism and hospitality and it's a really tough time with virtually uh, a full lockdown in place i'm joined on the line by paul keely who's uh, director of regional development with Falcha ireland good morning paul
0: uh, good morning john good morning to your listeners
1: yeah I, I spoke to you i think it was summer last year um i don't think it was in the script that we'd still be where we are now this stage at the end of quarter one very challenging for retail or sorry, for tourism and hospitality well, and retail. Well,
0: tourism and, and retail, indeed. Yeah, now look, uh, John, it, it's been a horrible uh, 11 months, really, for anybody in the tourism and hospitality game. And look, some businesses, obviously, short window last summer to try and get some revenue in. Uh, but overall, I suppose, look, the picture really has been, you know, little or no revenue coming in. Uh, you know, ongoing cash burn in businesses in terms of you know continuing to have to pay out on insurance, on utilities, rents etc um, and it's really left uh, an awful lot of businesses at this point in time uh, in a really perilous state in terms of their liquidity and solvency um, obviously we went into this crisis with 260,000 people involved in the tourism industry uh, of all the sectors it's the one showing obviously massive levels of unemployment at this point in time and Whilst we've had government schemes like the EWSS and so on to try and keep people engaged with the sector, I think for many in the industry, one of the real concerns at point, obviously, is that the longer this goes on, uh, the greater the risk of losing people to other sectors of the economy.
1: Yeah, and Colin O'Hearn, the president of Kilkenny Chamber, was on RT uh, 9 o'clock news during the week, and he was saying that, you know, it's not as easy as clicking your fingers. You need six, maybe even eight weeks to open up a property that employs, you know, a couple of hundred people.
0: Well, it's absolutely that. I mean, look at it, it's between getting, you know, recruiting your staff, uh, getting them back in, getting everybody trained up and refreshed on the safety protocols. you know, turning back on the advertising and promotion tap, etc., to uh, and attract business in, etc. If you, if you don't have that certainty, I suppose, in terms of a, a safe reopening roadmap, uh, then it's very difficult to plan with any certainty, and of course as I mentioned at the outset, if you're trying to have a conversation with your bank uh, in terms of an ongoing line of credit, etc., very difficult to have that conversation uh, if you don't have any sense of when you might get reopened. Uh, So look, I think everybody in the industry recognizes that look it's public safety first it is a public health crisis um so what people want is a safe reopening and i suppose what we're all hoping we can work towards now is when we do eventually get open in the summer that we'll stay open this time round, as opposed to getting into that cycle of i suppose opening and then back into lockdowns again i mean i think today marks uh, 100 days uh, of lockdown actually uh so that's uh uh, since the last lockdown was triggered, you know, so that's, uh, you know, for, 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 that's hard for businesses, that's hard for members of the public, it's hard for everybody. And so I think what we have to hope is as vac- vaccinations roll out and ramp up, et cetera, that we get towards a point where the economy can reopen and stay open. And so I, look, I, as I'm chatting to my own team, I often kind of quote that kind of cliche, the darkest hours before the dawn. So look, hopefully, uh, I think everybody's quite tired at the moment, uh, but, uh, you know, as, as vaccinations ramp up, uh, hopefully we, we get businesses open again and stay open.
1: Yeah, one of the things that, that people are missing most probably is going out for a meal, whether with family, friends, or whatever. But uh, still uncertain about what the social distancing will be at. Um, Falch Ireland, with Minister Martin, announced during the week a new outdoor dining scheme. Just tell us a bit about that.
0: Yeah, so we we announced a seventeen million euro scheme uh, thanks to uh, Minister Martin on, uh, earlier in the week. Uh, It's basically uh, one scheme, but with two strands to it. So uh, Part A, uh, which we're going to implement through the local authorities, aims to get money to businesses as quickly as possible. So one of the working assumptions here is uh, any reopening is going to see reduced capacity indoors. Uh, We will require uh, extra outdoor seating. And so one of the things we want to try and do is support businesses to quickly get in tables, chairs, parasols, uh, etc. So that's grant aid through the local authority directly to businesses to try and get some of those, I suppose, movables in place reasonably quickly. The parallel part B of that scheme then is to look at the longer-term infrastructural requirements. If we want to get uh, more permanent weatherproofed uh, communal dining in place, uh, then we have to look at... Uh, all of the enabling works in terms of sinking cabling for electric heaters we need to look at proper screening proper roofing etc for weatherproofing. Uh, so we're looking at working with local authorities to identify uh, I suppose those areas of, of key cities and towns where we can take Uh, streets where we can, uh, with maybe a a lot of hospitality business on them maybe look at widening streets, traffic calming measures or if there are good public squares or diamonds etc that might be uh, repurposed Um, then we want to try and work with local authorities to I suppose more permanently reimagine what some of our public spaces can look like because again what our own research is picking up is whilst people are looking forward to getting back into town again, there is a a lingering anxiety I suppose about crowds uh, and what people are saying they will be watching for is very visible signaling from the authorities that we're managing our public space as well that they're safe uh, I suppose to socialize in etc so again working with local authorities what we want to try and do is make sure that we uh, i suppose provide those safe communal di- dining areas for people uh, you know and make it work getting into town again and spending time in town
1: yeah you're anticipating there the kind of change in tourist patterns brought about by like people's trauma i suppose of the covid pandemic this is like florence in italy they don't want crowds anymore really so you have to try and manage that experience
0: yeah. Well, look. I think the the you know the, this issue of sustainable development is is a very topical item, and look, it's been talked about for a number of years. But I, but I think there again there is a sense emerging now that what the the, the crisis of the last eleven months has done is it's, uh, it has seen people kind of I suppose recalibrate and uh, take stock of what's important in their lives, and certainly uh, some of those simple pleasures of just appreciating. Uh, your local urban environment, appreciating your local walks and cycle paths, etc. All of these things, uh, you know, have uh, taken on added significance. So I think that sense of, you know, managing our public spaces, managing our environment uh, and managing that balance between numbers of visitors versus numbers of locals etc such that you know places need to be good places to live uh, as well as good places to visit and i think uh, making sure that we manage that forward uh, it's going to be really important to the recovery
1: yeah people running tourism and hospitality businesses they're just faced with a blizzard of challenges you know uh, financial you mentioned the banks you know regulatory yeah. marketing and so on uh, you know if people are there and they're just feeling Completely overwhelmed. What should they do?
0: Well, look. The, the first and foremost I would say is you know most uh, most members of industry will be uh, either talking with Falls Ireland or talking with a representative of a body. I mean, look. The first thing I would say to anybody in the in the tourism and hospitality space is we there is a really really strong uh, COVID support hub sitting on the Falls website. Uh, and in there, there are any number of supports, ranging from all of those kind of financial supports, uh, uh, online financial management webinars, HR supports, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff in terms of uh, marketing on a shoestring, etc. Anticipate monies are going to be tight. Uh, you know, there's a, all of those kind of issues that businesses have been raising with us. We've been trying to get responses to those up in terms of that online support hub uh, where you can get a first point of contact with it but even locally now we, we have put in place a business tourism recovery task force uh, in Kilkenny which we are co-chairing with uh, Byrne, the Chief Executive of the Local Authority down there and we're working with local businesses down there to uh, on a kind of a programme of initiatives looking at suppose, refocusing on domestic families for the year ahead uh, working on getting that uh, Kilkenny brand working well and getting that alignment between Falls Island campaigns and local campaigns uh, looking at getting the evening economy sorted. So, again, trying to build in those evening experiences that encourage people into town to stay in town. Um, and looking at, again, at, as I say, at public spaces and how we can reimagine them. And, uh, you know, we have to be mindful that uh, I think even with vaccines, we'll be in that space while I think of needing to manage public gatherings etc so I think the more we can reimagine spaces in a way that uh, gives people things to see and do without triggering any issues in terms of crowds etc we want to look at uh, opportunities in that regard.
1: Okay Paul look pleasure talking to you that's Paul Keely, Director of Regional Development Fault, and Thanks Paul.
0: The Bottom Line on KCLR
1: with John Purcell.
0: Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.omf.ie